You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Do you do you put sugar in your coffee? I do. I like. Oh man. Yeah. I don't. I you really. Don't? I don't. I've done a. If I get a really really nice like um like americano or something like that, I won't. Like I'll do. I cream. You cream. I, I always cream. Ah, uh, I can do like no cream, no like I can do black, but it's got to be really really good coffee. Hmm. I can do that. But I and I probably could do just cream and be okay with that. Do you ever do just sugar? No, but like right now, what I've done is I had like some leftover um, silk, which is like the um, non-dairy creamer. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that stuff it's got that people that stuff it. that people make into shirts. Yes, yes. silk. silk. Um, so silky. So silky. But it's it's just very sweet and. Um, it's, it's a different experience altogether. And quite often when I do visit friends, that's what they have. They'll have like a, a flavored creamer. But ah. my very best friend, when I come to town, she always has like a regular cream for me. Because she's my best friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I usually just do like really good regular cream. And I do like a nice raw sugar. Yeah. And I like it to be like just sweet. Oh, I baby, I like it raw. raw. Um, <gasps> I like it to be just sweet. I don't like it to be like too much business. Uh, I can't. I don't think I'll ever do just sugar because oh, of yeah. a conversation I had with my brother. Okay. And he's like, he was at because he's big into coffee. When he came, he came over, visited me for like a week or something, and uh, he brought four different ways to consume coffee. Wow, four, that's three or serious. Four. Yeah, that's serious about coffee. One of them was a a bipe. A bipe. Yes. So I think it's hmm. bipe, and that stands for brew pipe, and it's this little cough, copper pipe that he has like a thermometer that he puts in it, and he fills it like this like small chamber with like coffee and water, and then he mm-hmm. uses a torch and he cooks it until like a certain temperature. Once it gets up to this temperature, he lets it cool down, and basically it delivers like a shot. Of very very strong uh, espresso coffee, whatever the heck it is, just like oh, bam. And he's like, "Here, try it." And I was like, "Wow, that's like." I mean, it really feels like a more of like a home device because I'm pretty it's... sure people would be like, "What kind of drugs are those?" Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that would be a great way to curb your your drug addiction. Like, it sounds like it's got a real process to it, mm-hmm. and you do get the pee the pee off the payoff of caffeine. Um, I think <laughs> that would be off. really good. You get a good pee off. Caffeine? Um, yes, you do. It definitely gets the whole system moving, as well, they this say. Has, yeah, this has been Coffee Talk with Candace and Jess. Hey, welcome to the morning edition of Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover. I am Jess. And I am Candace. Mm. I thought you were going to say more. I took a big swig of coffee. Well, so no, that's I was, on me. I, you know... People like that stuff. You know, I've always pushed for ASMR um, version of our show. ASMR. And I think you just provided a little bit of that. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I like to, I like to, I like, I want, I want our listeners to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want them to know what you're doing too. They definitely hear the, the mouth words that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, this show isn't all about mouth words. Candace. It's not just all about mouth words, It's not guys. all about mouth words. Sometimes it's about some other sounds of consuming things. Tequila. Yeah. Coffee. Tequila, yes. Mm-hmm. And a whole mess of things, really. And other. Actually, later on, we're going to release an episode of me eating an entire watermelon. Oh, yeah. Not talking. That does sound really, that sounds really great. No talking. No just, talking. Just watermelon. One of those, one of those crunchings and chewings and lots of, because I really get into, when I eat a whole watermelon, what I do, it, can we talk about this for a moment when I talk, like, yes, if, if like, and if you want to share your, when you eat a whole watermelon experience, I encourage you to do the same. Okay. I first, what I do is I clear my whole day. Mm. My whole day yeah, you'd have to. is now watermelon. So mm-hmm. I do a little bit of pr- preparation the day before and I, uh, I I prepare all the watermelon and I'll cut it into like different ways. I'll cut it into like big, big wedges because sometimes mm-hmm. you just want a big wedge. Um, sometimes I'll go even fully, fully because I just want to have like pieces that I can pick up and bite. Uh, that sometimes I want cubes. Occasionally, I'll put them into like balls as well. I'll go, I'll do, I'll Ooh, go the distance. Ball. Yeah, it's a, a great word, a melon ball, because you get to use a melon baller. When else do you get to use a melon baller? Huh? Yeah, I know. I thought about it too. Never is the answer. Maybe um, when you're pitting tomatoes for your prep job, uh, but I don't know if that's really what we're using. That's that spiky, angry. Yeah. Tomato core. Yeah. Spiker. Um, yeah, and basically, I, I I wake up and I put on my I put on a smock, um, and then I just uh, yeah, it's just watermelon city all day. Rain boots, smock. Mm-hmm. You yeah. duct tape yourself into your gloves and socks. I pretty much spend the whole day into a bath in the bathtub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once I'm done, and I'm just like a, a sticky mess of, oh, I've eaten all the watermelon. What am I doing with my life? I turn on the shower and just sit there. Yeah, you know, I have a way different approach. And um, usually when I'm eating a watermelon, it's because I either want to get gifts, uh, money. Um, I want to park closer to a store. I don't drive yet. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's for future. Um, Or I just want someone to help me out at work. And basically what I do is I I get set up kind of like you do. Mm -hmm. I, you know, prep myself for it. I get ready, cover my stomach in vitamin E. Um, I actually dislodge my jaw, so it's like okay, you know, like a snake comes right out, like a snake, mm-hmm. and I slowly but surely swallow the watermelon whole. The rounder, the better. Yeah. Um, and then it goes into my tummy, and I look very pregnant, and it's a little bit uncomfortable. Like, but like I say, I get away with a lot, so I wear that <laughs> for the day, and um. And, you know, passing it is basically the same as swallowing it. It just takes a little time, takes mm-hmm. a little vitamin E. And uh, before you know it, you're no longer pre- a pregnant lady. But um, mm-hmm. but, you got, sounds... but you got the money and the help and all the things you needed. Yeah. Not saying that pregnant women get money and help. Um, this joke is probably really bad. We're talking but, about um, eating watermelons here. Whole. Yeah. As yeah, nature intended. Here at uh, Candace and Jess, judge a book by its cover. We are never trying to offend anyone. Although, 
things offend people, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about pretending to be pregnant to get away with things. You, um, you know, occasionally what I do sometimes is uh, if the watermelon is big enough, is I will mm-hmm. take it and I'll just take the end of the watermelon and I will cut a hole in the mm-hmm. bottom and I'll scoop some of the inside out a big enough hole that I can put my whole head in it and what yep. I'll do is uh, with a bit of force I'll take it and I'll jam the watermelon on my head so I get yep. really really get in there and then I just spin the watermelon sometimes I need to get someone else and I just open my mouth and just try to eat as much as I can as it goes and I drill into the into the watermelon and that seems to do that does it does it's a an experience definitely it messes my hair up I get so sticky but yeah, uh, that's actually like I very much so want to try that. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I have this uh, I have this dream of uh, becoming a drill bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I totally understand that. And you start with baby steps before you tr- actually try boring yourself into wood. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, or or the ground or rock or anything. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't drill for oil on your first try. You drill for watermelon. That's true. Yeah. Um, now, as you've probably gathered, uh, this here podcast is a podcast where we judge a book on its cover. We take a look at mm-hmm. that cover. We uh, we take it in. We've, we yeah. see the secret hidden story, and then we tell you what it's all about. We don't read the book. Never. No. Nah, no. Nah. Maybe later, after we've... Maybe. Maybe. But... Um, yeah, yeah, we do that thing that we do, just like that movie, The Thing You Do. Yeah, just like yeah. the movie, That Thing You Do, we do that. Um, but with judging books by their cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is Jess's judgment today, and I have to let all of you know that I have seen the cover of this book um, just in the last couple of days. Jess has sent it to me. He sent me a photo of it in kind of a bit of a darker spot, and it was horribly terrifying. Um, and he said, oh, this is a bad photo of it. And I thought, how could it be a bad photo of it? I see it. It's terrifying. And then he sent me the photo of it that was better. And I saw that it is even more terrifying, but that it was, in fact, a bad photo because I, I couldn't really see what was happening. But now that I do, I'm I'm even more scared. And I don't know what uh, Jess is going to bring to the table today, but um, I've got my uh, frightened boots on. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to take care of myself because there is a monkey, a big monkey on the cover of this book. I believe technically it's an ape or chimpanzee, which, I don't know, which I'm man. pretty sure. I mean, I think I'd that's think... more terrifying, I guess. Oh, I'd, I mean, monkeys. Well, apes don't terrify me. I don't know. Yeah. I've never met one. I don't think I've ever shook, shook, nice. one's, shook one's hand. Um, I don't need to. Yeah. I know. I know I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we could just jump right into it. Today, we're going to, today on Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its Cover, we're going to be talking all about the animal kingdom. So be prepared. Some of your favorite animals, some of your greatest hits of Mother Nature are going to come up throughout <laughs> this episode. Stay tuned. Are we going to talk about apes? Are we going to talk about monkeys? Are we going to talk about Canada geese. Maybe those all could be things. There could be other animals too. Probably not. But you never know what's going to happen on this show. So 
<laughs> also, today's episode has been, um, the soundtrack has been provided by Elton John. So mm-hmm. thank you, Elton, mm-hmm. um, for this beautiful soundtrack to this uh, safari of an episode. Mm-hmm. Can you see the I know the rest of the words, but that's, that's an Elton it John It sounds song. like you didn't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. Yeah, no, no, that's great, Jess. <laughs> Anyways, I see, I see you there. I see you there with your freaky book. I got a freaky book today. Um, so, <clears throat> the book I have selected for today's episode is <laughs> called... <laughs> The Woman and the Ape. No- oh, it's really called that? Yeah, it's actually called a wo- The Woman and the Ape. Uh, this is a novel by Peter Hoag. Hoag? Ho- I want to say Hoag. Hoag? See, I was thinking like, like you know, like Ren and Stimpy, like Ren Hoag. Oh, okay. I think it's spelt the same way. Okay, well, then you know more than me, but I don't I think, see where you're getting the woman and the ape from. See, that's the thing, is that it's on the on the side, the, sp- the, oh. the spine of the book. It's also on the back of the book, and I know I say that I never look at the back cover. I'm very much a purist, but when I was holding up the book to show you, uh, it turns out the back of the book is just a secondary cover that's that says that it's the woman and the ape. So this book this is called... cover... Yes, Candace. The, all I can see when I see this is like seven days. Ooh, oh, ah, 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 ah. Sorry to you headphone users, but the uh, seven days. Hoo, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, so on this cover, it's a nice it's again, I like a nice simple cover because there's so much there, so much not there. It gives me a lot of time to play within the space. And this one. On a white field, oh. there's a woman standing facing away from us. She has long hair. Dang, she's got really long hair. That's long-ass hair, Candace. Yeah, that it's is, like the ring. Yeah, she's got hair down to her feet. And yeah, uh, she does. then, standing directly behind her, is a chimpanzee with uh, its uh, head poking between her hair so it's kind of wrapped around her they're standing scary they're standing back to back oh look at that he's got a little smile what's that no he looks like he looks like robin williams what's the chimpanzee up to oh his feet they look like he has his nails painted oh i don't know if i'm gonna look at this cover i think i'm just gonna let you take me on on this journey i'm gonna take you on a little disturbed Okay. Okay. Well, a quest means we end up back at the beginning. I don't want to be back here. No, no, no. It's all good. Well, it's we're gonna go on. We're gonna go places. Oh, okay. the oh, the places we'll go, Candace. So, said what the what the thing looks like. There's a chimpanzee mm-hmm. on the cover. Now, I would love to. I picked this book up last week at the bookstore, mm-hmm. along with another book. At the bookstore. That's, a, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately, whatever I thought or felt uh, when I picked up the book, I immediately for- forgot absolutely everything of the story that I thought was going on there. So I then had to Darn think. Darn it. Of, uh, yeah. And yeah, you know, it was one of those. It was a busy week at work as all, you know, doing all this stuff, all that kind of stuff. So I did most of this writing last night. 
But I had an idea. Because I don't think we've done this sort of story type yet. To a degree. We might have sort of done it. But this story is about interspecies. I want... Okay, hold on a sec. Before I go any further. Okay. These are some great words. Interspecies? Well, don't worry about what I've already said. We'll get back to that. But I'm going to say some words. That these are some these works words make me very happy, and I really like it when I find a certain combination of things that make me happy. Yeah, that is a really yeah. nice thing to yeah. find. Okay, so that being said, here are the words. This story is about interspecies Siamese twins joined back to back. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think I, yeah. Thank Kay. I was gonna be like that I, doesn't scare me nearly no. as much as the. <laughs> as the alternative now we've all heard or read stories where we learn about someone's life you know you know we've like there's those books that are like oh here's the life story of Anne of green gables here is yeah. the life story of jesus h christ h stands for houston <laughs> houston baby houston jesus from texas wait is that right I don't know. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. Uh, so, <laughs> stories we learn about someone's life. Um, sometimes that person is a doctor, a philanthropist, or a monk. Mm-hmm. There can be all these things, you know. Uh, sometimes they are rich. That person's a rich person. Sometimes that person is a poor person. Sometimes they're just, you know, right in the middle. You know, it's kind yep. of those like, oh, it's a, it's a nothing special sort of story. They can be a good person. They can be a bad person. But sometimes... Oh, just sometimes, Candace, that person has 50% chimpanzee blood coursing through oh their veins God. to a unique set of circumstances on the day of their birth. <sighs> mm-hmm. okay. sometimes, though, sometimes that is the story that we are prepared to read. Can I go into a little bit of the history of what's happened here? Because, again... Yes, please mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm, I'm going to cut right to the chase. Chase? After- chase? <laughs> Post-chaste. Post-chaste. Post-taste. Mm. The taste. Post-taste. Taste. Good. Is post-taste just like post-taste? Is that just the taste of post-cereal? <laughs> or the or yeah. the fine products at post? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Or how the Bjork album tastes. Uh, or or the, uh, at how, you know, when you're putting up a fence and you, yeah. <laughs> and you lick one of those wooden poles, the taste of that. Guess what? Tastes like splinters. Yep. Post taste. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, after one wild night in the western coast of Africa, I did a little bit of research. <laughs> the soon to be parents. These soon to be parents swore they would never speak of the things they did that night. And, oh but, my God! But let me tell you, mushrooms. Candace, things got uh, freaky. Shit got freaky. Okay. Shit got real freaky. Okay. Shit got apparently uh, th- shit got chimpanzee freaky. Consen- no! cons- consensually chimpanzee freaky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, nine months later, they were blessed with the gift of child. Well, mm. two children. Twins oh. joined together. I mean, that definitely, like, 
I can see there's a lot of difficulties with that kind of stuff, but I could also see how it'd be very, very easy to keep track of them. Also, clearly, by the cover of this book, the age of these two, they have lived a very long life and extensive, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Chimpanzees and apes do live to 40 to 50 years. Also did a touch of research. Oh, wow. Also probably helps keep track of them. Also, one of them is a chimpanzee. This book is the story of their life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does make a lot lot more sense now, than just this young lady hanging out with this chimp back so, to back. So I wrote all this down yesterday and I was like, yeah. And I was thinking like, you know what? We haven't done like a real, like a, like a heart, 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 well, like a serious story. Have we for a while? I don't remember the previous weeks regardless. Yeah, of, me neither. Yeah. So I feel, I really felt that we hadn't done that in a long time. And then something hit me. And... This all of a sudden made it a hundred times better to be like, this is really? the story of their life. Is that if we did, took all this information and this is what happened, but then, oh, what? This is an 80s or 90s sitcom? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it could be called like Daughter Chimp Daughter. Or conjoined with Ape. Yeah. Conjoined with Ape. The, yeah, I don't know. And then I wrote a little tagline, tagline on it, tagline, you know, and they've got that, you know, that classic line that everyone laughs at. Yeah. Yeah. And the laugh track is like, hey, someone get this monkey off my back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the and she's then really the, tried to grow her hair to hide this monkey on her back, by the way. I know. And it's also not a monkey. So that I, that tagline doesn't uh. works. Right. Uh, maybe done. we need to think of another one. I got nothing. No time for that. No, yeah, time, no time for, for that. that. So that's this is now either a very, very serious story about someone's life or a lighthearted romp through the 80s, 90s. Right. I don't know where Which it would fit I, I like. <laughs> I like the romp through the 80s and 90s. Although there are some really remarkable um, Siamese twins out there in the oh, world. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, some like... Like my favorite, by the way, Jess, is Chang and Eng Bunker. What? I tell Eng, me. Well, they were born in May 11th, so very soon is their birthday, Ooh. in 1811. And apparently they would have been super easy to like separate if they had today's, you know, resources, but yeah. they didn't. So they stayed together. I think they lived until their late 60s. Very cool. And um, I always take things to a dark side, but of course... When one dies, even if the other one's healthy, I don't think you get to stay around. I think you got to go. Oh. So unfortunately, they did die in January 17th because Chang wasn't as healthy as Eng and he became an alcoholic and was sick. Aww. And uh, yeah, so that's really sad. I'm sorry I did that. I always do that. Yeah, but, but I mean, um, I mean, I, I still I mean, they probably had a very, very rich life up until then. Adventures they were married. And... Yeah, they were. They were married. They oh, traveled. Cool. They, um, but I just can't. I can't even imagine what their lives would have been like. Eighteen, eleven, and on. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Very cool. Um, Very cool. But thank you for letting me share that before we go into a complete mm -hmm. uh, craziness. Because when I saw that maybe this was going to go that way, I really wanted to bring them up mm -hmm. because they're ha they're very handsome men, uh, very dapper, and very dapper. if they went I to CrossFit. It. It would have been the civilized crossfit. They would have so. done the civilized version. Excellent. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
Anyways, moving mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, t- t- on from that. That's so where we're at now, Candace. From what I've written is that was the end of what I have written. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I well, wrote. I, I, got, I wrote nice to yesterday I... and it was like that's enough. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it is in a way because it does kind of, it puts me at ease a little bit. Like I was getting scared looking at this cover, but now that I realize the closeness between these two and how they've just had to, yeah, yeah, they are very like go along with it all. They are definitely close. This woman Mm -hmm. and her chimpanzee sister. I believe that they're sisters too. Of course. Yeah, actually, most birth, most. Siamese twins Uh or conjoined twins I think is probably the better way to put it yes um that are born healthy and together are female oh is sorry I just need to stop is is Siamese twins is incorrect it's conjoined twins is it I I just don't want to be I don't don't know Siamese twins I actually think Chang and Eng like this is me just saying without any research but I think that they were from I think Thailand okay originally so I think that maybe they were the ones that were like, because they're Siamese-American conjoined twin brothers. So I'm not complete. I think that they are the reason that people say Siamese twins. But I don't think that that is really. Oh, it's all the bads coming out of Jess now. Mm, yeah. That was, that I, had was a, I had a wee sneeze. Um, um, but I do think conjoined twins is, is, the, the, is the correct term. Well. Yeah. And here at Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover, we are gonna- PC as... BC can be. As we, as well, you know what? We're trying our best. We're learning every day. Um, yes, we are. And occasionally we get stuff wrong. But thank you for your patience, listener. Also, yep. Candace, if I can... Mm-hmm. Hold on a sec. We're going to take a quick moment. We're going to just pop, just talk to you for a second. I have no idea how long we've been recording for because we did that thing before the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know... I think we have been recording for about 25 minutes okay. on this. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. On this okay. segment. Okay, cool. Uh, also, I'm not going to cut this out. <laughs> okay, I understand. Yeah, here here at Canis and Jess, Judge Book Wise Cover, we keep it real easy. Mm-hmm. Um, we keep it real. And breezy, beautiful mm-hmm. cover girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm. it's Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Stuck to her back, behind her hair. Mm-hmm. Everybody... Freaky freak. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i afraid of monkeys. I'm afraid of mascots. I'm afraid of clowns. I kind of think everyone's afraid of those three things. I thought you were going to say another M thing that you were afraid of. I'm afraid of monkeys. I'm afraid of mascots. mascots. I'm afraid of... How do you feel mm, about macaws? Well, <laughs> I actually like macaws. Okay, okay, okay. What about, uh, what about mussels? Yeah, that could be a little scarier. Okay. What about mussels? <laughs> one of them is delicious. One of them is scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not going to tell you which. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just going to have to guess. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, but I want a real definitive other M thing. Because it's like, if I said monkeys, you'd be like, oh. and if I said ah! m- what was the mascot mascots you'd be like no ah! okay okay uh i need another um, scream what's another what about uh, uh miley cyrus miley no, cyrus like miley. yeah oh, okay, okay she's good You're liking miley her dad is freaky but yeah but he's not he's bill an m he's bill ray hi i'm bill ray cyrus i'm gonna sing uh, some songs uh, i got a haircut 
I'm afraid of monkeys. Oh, I already said that. Monkeys is in the list. What about? I'm afraid of. How do you feel about marmalade? I like marmalade, but medical mishaps. Medical mishaps. Okay, it's a double downing. But hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Medical mishaps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Not not quite the, not quite the reaction that we're looking for. Um, Oh ah! What about? How do you feel about (laughs) mammoths? Well. I think if I came face to face with one, I'd be afraid, but I do think they're cute. I would also be uh, afraid if I did come face to face with one because they've been extinct for a long time. Yeah. Oh, I think that was um, even Joe Rogan. He said what I think he was talking about apes. He was like, imagine. Oh, no. Gorillas. He's like, imagine seeing a gorilla if they didn't exist. Yeah. That's scary, Joe Rogan. Wait. did Thank you for listening, Joe Rogan. <laughs> do you mean that how if they never existed? Or if they yeah, just like stopped, how scary. Like if, if a gorilla was never a thing. And uh, yeah, you suddenly were like, hey, there's a gorilla. I'd be like, who is this like angry, hairy man? Yeah, you'd probably ask well, him. Well, maybe if he he's not anything, angry. Right? But I'd be like, I would be, I don't know how I would react. I'd probably be like, well, this is the end of me. <laughs> well, so Jess, this. I really am hoping the best for the, these two characters, these two sisters we see on the cover of this book. Yeah. Whether I'm scared or not, um, I do wish the best for them. I hope that they live healthy and happy lives and that one doesn't start drinking no. and, and, and die. No. Um, you know what, Candace? I'm going to tell you right here and now. I'm going to put those worries to bed and say... How do they go to bed? On their, oh, I guess they on sleep their on side. their side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a side sleeping kind of thing. Um, what is going on here? This is a happy story. It's all about happiness and good times. Of course, there are some sad times sprinkled in to of the story. But it's mostly happy. Yeah, it's a good story. Sisters. It makes you they feel good. They can paint good. each other's nails. They can comb each other's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, when was this book? I'm guessing it was written in around the same time that the that the TV show came out. But when this was book this was book written? written Jess? Sorry, this book was written. Hold on, let me commune with the cover. Mm. You can't hear this, but I'm just really trying to. He's touching it. Touching it. It's a smooth cover. Ninety. Well, that means it's 19, fresh. Nineteen ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a 1998 book, hot out of the just that tail end of the 90s. Both. You remember the 90s when there was that weird pink color that doesn't exist and that weird green color that doesn't exist? Oh, the 90s. I was talking to someone the other day, and I was like, I, I was I was on one of my just totally normal conversation points, and I was like, Hey, you remember when Y2K happened? And they looked at me, and I was like, I really no, I don't know what that is, and I'm like. What? <laughs> what? How do you? Yeah. How do you not know what Y two K is? And she's like, I was only like, I was born in nineteen ninety nine, and I was only like, cr- I was only four months old during Y two K. What was that? And I tried to explain it. And she's like, Why are people afraid of that? And I'm like, I, uh, just it was God for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm gonna go so far as to say that's one stupid baby because you had to been paying attention. There was a lot going <laughs> on. A lot going and on. Every- Everyone was talking about it. So I don't care if you were only four months old or whatever. You should know mm-hmm. about Y2K. Mm-hmm. You should have been afraid about your banking. 
Your parents banking, yep. get with it. Everything. Get with it, little baby. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, they're wow, not, they're not a baby now, that. and also they, I think they listen. Oh, okay, well, you're a smart baby now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jess, uh-huh. so who do you suggest this book for? Oh, who do I suggest this book for? I suggest this book for, what was that, um, was there a movie that was like Ronald Reagan and a monkey? Or am I just imagining that? Oh my that? God. Or no, I guess, sorry, I think that... sorry, Ronald Reagan and a chimpanzee. Was that a movie? I think what you're thinking about is the movie W, which was the George Bush story, and it was just George Bush. Oh, it was George Bush standing next to a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know what? I suggest this book. I mean, again, I, 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 I like choosing books that are like, oh, this is heartfelt, this is warm, this is fuzzy. Um, I suggest- Well, it I, wasn't just fuzzy. It was hairy, Jess. Hairy, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I'm hairy. I got a beard. It's true. <laughs> You're not quite as hairy as either of the people on the cover mm-hmm. of this book, but but be- actually, yeah. believe it or not, Candace, I have a very small <laughs> chimpanzee hiding beneath my beard. It's conjoined. It's just that's why I grew the beard, is that there's a chimpanzee, a small chimpanzee, just just hanging out there, and I I feed him. He's very oh, very man. he's very shy and he's very respectful. Very respectful. That's why you're always going for bananas after this mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. And then you see bananas. me just sort of cramming it into my beard and it dis- disappearing. Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so precious. <clears throat> yeah, his name is W. No, I was actually trying to disguise um, a burp, but, you know. Um, yeah. So I suggest this book for George W. Bush. Aw, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's out golfing. He needs a book to read on the on the green. Yeah, so. yeah. He likes to read about chimpanzees. He's like, what's going on with Conjoined you guys? Conjoined twins. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you know, two species coming together. I'd really be interested to hear, because I'm sure there's lots about the parents and talking about that wild night where it got free K with the chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Um, oh, they go into I that. I wonder if they in feel a bit detail. guilty. Yeah. Yeah. They said oh, they yeah, would never talk great. about it, but they do. In but great, they do. In great detail. Um, it's kind of like that. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, stolen in plain sight or taken in plain sight it's a new documentary on netflix about this family that basically hand over their daughter to a molester but um yeah it's like some like the parents in that they disclose a lot more information than they have to and it doesn't help them in any way Mm. and i kind of feel like maybe that's what i would find from these parents and their freaky night like do you really need to tell us this yeah um some things are better left unsaid or just said to your loved ones and not to a book or to the Netflix special. But, of course, it makes for some juicy, anger, aggravating content that you can yell at. So, um, you know, I wouldn't have the comparison now if it wasn't for those freak shows. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Bad um, choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. I did. Did I say I had? I think I said I mentioned. I alluded in the beginning of this uh, podcast to saying that maybe we're going to talk about a couple other animals throughout. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So and so, what are the other animals we're going to talk about? You know what? I I just have a little story. Okay. Yeah. So the other day, I went to the bank. As okay. as people do during the day. Yeah. When they, you go there at they night, do that. they get angry. Yeah, they're not there usually. Depending on which part you go into the bank. 
So I went into the bank the other day. It wasn't my bank, but I had to be there anyways. It was a work-related bank experience. I went Mm. in. I talked with the bank people, bank lady, bank woman. And we had a Mm -hmm. conversation back and forth. I had my transaction. It was pleasant. Uh, And then... I wonder if her name was Tyra. I don't know. Tyra Banks. Tyra (laughs) Banks. Banks. Um, Love you, Banks. mm -hmm. Uh, And then as I was was leaving, I was like, my business is done. And I turned around (laughs) and I started walking out. And uh, as I was walking out, there was a gentleman walking in. And ah. uh, which I mean, it was probably with his, a gun. With a gun, he had a loaded bullet weapon. No, nothing like that. <laughs> there was no bullets. He didn't. He was. He didn't look that prepared. He was just a guy. He was going in. He had a bag, and he also had a dog on a leash. And oh. I was like, I am. I got over very quickly about my being pissed off about the fact that it's like, why'd you bring your dog to the bank? And then I thought about it, and I was like, hold on a sec. In this day and age, maybe this guy is, maybe he's opening, like, I don't have enough time to ask this question, but maybe he's opening up a bank account for his dog. That could be, and you need to be there. You need to be present, a present pooch when you're getting a bank account. Yeah, because, I mean, probably what's going on is this this gentleman has power power of attorney for your dog, which I think most dog owners do have. They yep. have power of attorney for their dog, so they can do these kind of things. So they're opening up a, mm-hmm. a bank account for the dog. And I was sort of like, oh, maybe he's opening a savings account. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And I mean, there is the uh, there's the observation there that it was for uh, obvious reason to be save the dog's bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was save the bones. But I was far more curious to uh, to find out uh, what the what the interest on a knotted up chunk of rope would be. If that was well, what the dog was going to be saving. It is a lot safer, and I'm sure that Tyra at the bank explained mm-hmm. this to them, that, you know, it is a lot safer than burying it in the yard. Yep. Um, a lot of people bury in the yard, um, and a lot of dogs, you know, dogs often bury mm-hmm. in the yard. Um, so I think that having a little interest on that knotted rope is better than the chance of losing it mm-hmm. uh, completely. Yeah, I mean, not to mention, like, compound interest over a year, yeah. two years, over a five-year uh, plan. They hold on to it over five years, and then mm-hmm. afterwards, that's uh, you know, that knotted rope matures, and then you can yeah. you can reap the benefits. You the dog gets to reap those benefits. Uh, I mean, yeah. also there is also the thought that perhaps the dog already had a bank account or had business already going on, right? Dealings with the yeah, bank. that could be true. Yeah, and uh, maybe the dog was just there checking out its stocks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe it has some. You know, some of some of its, its stocks that it needs to check out. You know, it's probably got a couple of balls up in the air, right? Yeah, so, like there's a couple yeah, things. Going yeah, yeah. You know, it's just te- checking out, seeing how the how the 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 the, the Dow Jones is doing, or sorry, the Dow mm-hmm. Bones. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, that's the end of my story. That's that was just. Oh. I saw a dog. That's basically this is what happens when I see a dog. I saw a dog. It was opening up an account. I saw a dog. Doesn't want to bury anymore. It's scary. Like that, right? Just like that. That was beautiful. Thank you very much, Candace. Thank you very much, <laughs> Jess. I, I was really scared going into this episode, and I feel light, and I feel happy now. Mm-hmm. And not so scared, but I still am afraid of monkeys, apes, chimpanzees, um, 
gorillas, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. the monkeys. The actual. The monkeys. Yeah, the actual. Like hey, the band. Hey. hey, hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not as scared of that. Mm. Davy Jones and I think that was the dog's name, actually, Davy Jones. David Jones. Got my bones. All right, guys. Well, is there anything else, Jess, that we need to tell these these wonderful folks that have uh, bared through this episode with us? Um, no, you did it. You did it. Just like the mighty bear. Yep. Yep. You did it, you everybody. Did it. Thank well, you. nope. Thank you. This has been Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover. I am Candace, and I am Jess. If you guys want to uh, get in contact with us, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can send us an email. Candace, what's that email? That email is CandaceandJess at gmail.com. Oh. Once again, that is CandaceandJess at gmail.com. And what else can you do? You could go on to Instagram and see the covers Instagram. Yes. of the books. Yeah, I, I, we post there. Yeah, And uh, we also post on Twitter. But to come and see us on Instagram, you just type in Candace and Jess, just like the uh, name of the podcast. Wow. Hey? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we post pictures there. We post the covers. We post other things. Um, and then we have the Twitter account, too, which is at Candace and Jess. Yeah. And that's 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 all the ways. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or you can just that- if you if you're a listener and you see us on the street and you're like, hey, I know I listen to your podcast. You can come up mm-hmm. and say those words and yep. we will say thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> Probably. Prob- or we'll get really freaked out because it's that's definitely would be weird. Wouldn't you say, Jess? I would. Especially I've, if we didn't know them. If someone I didn't know came up to me and says, hey, I listened to your podcast. I like what you do. I would say thank you. And then I would have a conversation with them. I don't know what I would say, but I would say things. I would instantly text you and be like, someone is stalking us. And we haven't. Anyways, I'd be scared. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Backing out. There we go. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm going to cue the outro music. Yeah.